The sikh um, we're going to today is from Kutasichas Volume 3, and it was uh, from Rebrengen from 1963 in Simchas Torah, day of Simchas Torah. Shabbos Breshis, which is read at the end of the month of Tishrei, which is the beginning of the year, has an instruction as a lesson for the entire year. One of the concepts which are shared in this Torah portion is in regards to the first mitzvah that God commanded us, that God commanded. The commandment that God told Adam that he should not eat from the tree of knowledge. It's understood from the Medrash that God's commandment to Adam was only for the first day of his existence. Just a, a one-day commandment. And from the details which are described in the six days of creation, it comes out that the commandment that <coughs> Adam received, that he should not eat from the tree of knowledge, only extended, this commandment only extended for three hours. God's commandment came to him the ninth hour of the day. And three hours later, that's when the day, the day finishes in the twelfth hour, it was Shabbos. And on Shabbos, the prohibition would have been removed. But nevertheless, in those three hours, Adam was unable to restrain himself, and he transgressed his commandment. The question is like this. Adam was created by God's hand, and he heard himself God's commandment. So how could it be that he didn't have the wherewithal to restrain himself, to fulfill this commandment, to not eat from the tree of knowledge just for three hours. It's true that eating from the tree of knowledge was something that affected many generations. But in the simple sense, and the Torah says, the Talmud says, a verse never is removed from a simple translation. You always are able to translate the Torah in a simple sense. How could it be that... Um, I'm sorry. It's true that this, this story has a lot of secrets of the Torah. That, that was the point. The point is, there's, okay, it's not a simple story. But the question is, there is, it's also a simple story. And the question is, how could he not restrain himself according to the simple translation of the Torah? The answer is, the whole point of the Yetzirah is that a person should do the opposite of God's will. That's the whole intent of the Yetzirah. With all of his claims that a person should transgress a sin or not do a mitzvah because he tells you it's too hard. He, 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 whatever, he, whatever claims he tells you, he says this mitzvah is too hard, it's, a, it's too much of a challenge. He only has one intent. His intent is that you should transgress God's will. And therefore, when there's a mitzvah that's more important, whether it's more important because it's more important to who you are, or it's more important because it's what the place that you're in needs. Or it's more important because of the time that you're living in. Thank you very much. So, when, when, if it's more, it doesn't matter. Um, his intent is that you should transgress God's commandments. And if it's something that matters, if it, whether it matters, it's important. Whether it's important to you, or it's important to the place that you need, or the place that you're in, or it's important because of the time that you're living in, so the greater the, are the... Um, efforts that the Yitzhahara makes to not allow you to do that, that thing. And even though 
The truth is that a person could easily perform this mitzvah. Since, however, the fulfillment of this mitzvah is very important, it, it really affects things, it will do something, it will accomplish something. So the way the Yitzhahara does, he comes with all kinds of claims and explanations in order not to allow you, in order not to allow the person to fulfill the will of Hashem. Everyone can feel this by themselves. There are some, there are some mitzvahs that a person feels, according to his mind, that they're a lot easier for me than other things. But even though he knows to him in himself that th- these things are, are relatively a lot easier, in other words, if he would look at those things and say, which things are harder, which things are easier, his mind would say, I would classify these mitzvahs as, I'll put them in the easy camp. However, he feels, there's what he knows and what he feels. He knows these are the easier kind of mitzvahs. But what he feels is that these easy things are very difficult. And the reason is, again, because those matters which a person um, needs more, the Itzahara puts in stronger and uh, he, he puts a, a, a much greater effort and, and makes it more difficult. When it's more important for you, for the world, for the time you're in, it, it may officially look easy to you. And you might say, yeah, that, that, that's, not, that's not a big one for me. But if it's important, you might find yourself feeling like, well, how can I keep on messing that one up? And the reason is because that's really, really what's, what's, that's, that's what the world really needs. The Itzahara puts a tremendous effort in those things. It could even be, the Rebbe says, that those matters which are more difficult are a rabbinical commandment or a, or a custom. And the things which are easier are biblical. It could be that there's something which is a custom that for you is very difficult. And there's something which are biblical, which are, which are easier. But it could be that for your neshama, you need the, the rabbinical commandment, you need those customs right now, the, the circumstances you're in, you need that more. It could be that your neshama needs this minute more. As it says in uh, the Gemara, Jesus explains an exchange in the Talmud between two tzaddikim, one asked the other, what mitzvah was your father uh, the most precise in? Which one was your father most careful about? Every neshama has certain mitzvahs which are specially connected with its vision here in, the body, in a body, and those mitzvahs, he has to be especially, he has to do those mitzvahs especially well, especially beautify those mitzvahs. More than other mitzvahs. The Gemara had a discussion about two tzaddikim and had, had this discussion. And the answer was his father was careful in tzitzis, but the, the, the point isn't the, the answer or who... Is, I'm asking, is, does that mean that that's, that could be his also? Is that... No, not necessarily. Oh, okay. Not necessarily. Okay. In okay. fact, uh, the, there are... Uh, That's not, what I was wondering. So the, what the, the, you taught. You see, it's a child. There is a... Um, um, uh, uh, a letter that Rebbe writes that for Hasidim in our generation, the mitzvah, that we have to be more careful in all our mitzvahs, the mitzvah of sharing and spreading Hasidus. That's what I wrote many years ago. And of course, as you approach coming to Mashiach, it's about getting people to prepare themselves for the coming of Mashiach. That's, that's the focus now. Anyways, so that thing, which is so important right now, is the one that the Sahara makes the best, his, he gives his best in preventing us from doing. So it's interesting that what the Rebbe is saying. The hierarchy and the echelons that we look at things and say, oh, this is biblical, this is rabbinic, this is a custom. You don't realize, I'm just thinking like a practical thing. 
dancing with the Torah and Chostora. Can you measure that? You say, well, I, 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 I ate the yant meal and I said Krishna, I said Shema. But you know what it does for the Shema to dance with the Torah? And, and it could be it's a harder, it makes a big, best effort that you shouldn't dance with the Torah, even though if you're looking at that, that's just a custom. But you're Nisham, you know how much your Nisham needs that? Anyway, so further on. So, therefore, the Tzahara makes unique difficulties to perform, to perform those commandments because he knows that they are really, they affect you more. This also explains the uh, famous teaching of the Gemara, where it says, whoever is greater than the other, the Tzahara is greater. If you are greater, if Reuben is greater than Shimon, Reuben is a higher level than Shimon spiritually, Reuben will have a higher Tzahara than Shimon. Why is that? Because the greater the person is, his mitzvahs are more important. His mitzvahs have, have more of an effect. And therefore, the Yitzhahara makes a much greater effort on someone who's on a higher level. That's why if he's, he's greater, he, um, he will have a harder time performing mitzvahs because his mitzvahs, when, when he swings, he hits it out of the park. The other guy swings, okay, he does the same mitzvah, but when, when the, a guy in the high level does a mitzvah, he does something, he accomplishes so much more, and therefore Yitzhahara wants to mess that mitzvah up more. Another reason for this is, in order, another reason why it's true that whoever's in a higher level has a, has a, has a great Yitzhahara, why is that? Another reason, we said one reason we said so far is because when you do a mitzvah on your higher level, Yitzhahara um, knows that you're going to accomplish so much more, and therefore he makes more of an effort. There's a second reason. In order that we should have free will, so the energy of the opposite of holiness has to be commensurate to the weight of the strength of holiness. And therefore, when someone's greater, it means he has more godly strength, so also Yitzhahara has also more godly strength. Because he is in a higher level spiritually, so Hashem makes the world in a way that there is a balance between the powers of holiness and the powers of the unholy. And therefore, if he has more holy powers, Hashem also gives him a, a, a greater Yitzhahara. This explains why Adam couldn't control his urge and he ate from the tree of knowledge. Since he was created by God's hands, and whoever is greater than his friends, says the Talmud, has a greater Yitzhahara. And especially this commandment of not eating from the tree was something that was really important, as we see the impact that it had for him and for generations and generations till the end of all generations, which are affected by that sin. Therefore, the Yitzhahara, which then was in the form of the snake, put in the greatest effort, he put in all of his strength to, um, to, to allure him, to attract him, to eat from the tree. Okay. So the Talmud says that when God gave us the Torah, God told Moshe Rabbeinu to speak to the woman first, Ko Somar Leves Yaakov, speak to the woman first, and then tell the Jewish people. In order, why did Hashem say to speak to the women first? In order to um, protect the Jewish people from the same kind of mishap that happened at the time of the sin of the tree of knowledge, where when God gave the commandment to the sin of the tree of knowledge, He said it to Adam and Eve wasn't there. And that was the whole problem. Despite the fact that Eve was created from Adam, and God himself built her from one of the ribs of Adam. 
And Adam was created by God's hand, so she was also created by God's hand. However, Chava, because she did not hear the commandment from God himself, because Eve did not hear the commandment from God himself, that's why she was able to be seduced by the, by the um, snake who said to her, the snake pushed her against the tree. First the snake asked her, what exa- did God say you can't eat from the tree? And she says, no, we can't even touch the tree. Oh really, you can't even touch the tree? Let's see what happens if you touch it. And they pushed her against the tree and she said, and she said to her, look, nothing happened if you touch it, nothing happens if you eat from it either. So that whole mistake that Chava had about the sin was because she wasn't there when the command was given, that's wherefore she didn't know what the commandment was. Command was. If the commandment uh, would have been given to her equally with Adam, she would have convinced Adam that he shouldn't have stumbled and do the, made this mistake. Despite the fact that the Yitzhahara put all kinds of wily uh, seduction into this, um, nevertheless, Eve would have prevailed upon Adam and she would have affected him that he would not make this mistake. The problem was very interesting what they're ever saying. People always think, oh, it's Eve's fault. It's contrary. It's because Eve wasn't there when the command was given. If Eve would have been there, then they would have had, she would have been helped him. And so too, when God gave us a Torah, God therefore specifically wanted the Jewish women to know about it first. They should be there present and they should be able to encourage everyone else to get the Torah. Now, all the stories of the Torah of Parshish Bracious. As I, said before, as I said before, are generic instructions for the entire year. And also the above, that we share, that what we just learned, has an instruction on how a Jewish home must run. Every Jewish, Jewish home is meant to be a miniature temple that God himself should rest in. And since the conduct of the home depends upon the mainstay of the home, meaning the, the woman of the home, therefore, there has to be a special effort that not that she should feel, oh, there's a decree, I have to do this, but in pleasant ways, in peaceful ways, there has to be an effort that that a Jewish woman should have a unique enjoyment in her Judaism. And through this, she will be able to protect the home from making any mistakes. As I said before, if Chava would have heard this from God, there would have not have been a mistake. On the contrary, she would have protected Adam from listening, from t- listening to the snake. So in a similar way, there has to be more of an effort that a Jewish woman should have a koch and a geshmak in Yiddishkeit, that she should have an enthusiasm and a pleasure in Judaism. And therefore, the first thing that has to be done is kosomar leves Yaakov, to devote yourself to your family. Talk to your family. Because if you want things to run in your family properly, you have to make sure that, that the woman of the home has a koch and a chayis and a geshmak in Yiddish, because she has an enthusiasm and a pleasure in Judaism. As the Rebbe Hashab said, just like it's a biblical commandment that every, for, for every person to put on film every day, so too, doesn't matter how great, how, if you're great in Torah or you're a simple person, everyone has a biblical commandment to put on film, so too it's an absolute obligation for every Jew to think every day a half hour about the education of their children and do everything they can, all that's in their ability to do, and more than it's in the, and more than the, in their ability to do, they have to think for a half hour and dedicate themselves to do all that they can and more than they can to actually affect their children that they should go in the path in which they are educated in.
And when the Sagna Yisrael Hamnakim, and then when it, when the when just like in the, when God gave us the Torah by him, by Moses first speaking to the women, that affected that the instruction later to the men would be would have would last would would they be able to fulfill God's instructions? So too um, is this in every household, and because then the not only she will not if the woman in the home will not only not disturb her husband, but on the contrary, the God says as a the word Ezekinegdei can mean I will create the woman to be a assistance to her husband or someone that will be in conflict with her husband. So if a woman will be given the opportunity to have a, there's someone devotes himself to give the woman in the home to enjoy and have excitement in Judaism, not only will she not disturb, on the contrary, she will assist him until that she will help him with her unique characteristic. What's the characteristic of a woman? A woman has more understanding than a man. So she will use her unique characteristic to help. And she will affect the entire home that the home should be a place where God's presence can rest. This is also the, the language in the bracha of marriage. We say in the bracha of marriage, one of the seven blessings is that God should make the, the bride and groom to be happy like they were happy in Ganeden before. Similarly, the question is, why are we um, talking about what happened before? We all know that Adam and Eve were in heaven before. Why are we emphasizing that God should make the groom and bride happy as Adam and Eve were before? What's the emphasis of before? It was a long time ago. The emphasis of before means that we're not talking about just Ganeden, but we're talking about In the time of Ganadin itself, before the sin was done, the God shall the bride and groom to be in a level above the love, above the way Adam and Eve were post the sin, and to be higher than the sin. And this wish that we, we that we give that we say to the young couple that their life should be in the same way that Adam and Eve before the sin, that not only should the wife not be someone who disturbs her husband. The contrary, she should help that the home should be conducted in a way that God's presence um, should rest there. As God caused Adam and Eve to rejoice, so too we wish the young couple they should have the same simcha, the same joy, and not be in a state of uh, of of making the mistakes, but rather to be in the in the similar circumstance as Adam and Eve were before the sin. So again, one, in one sense, we learned is that, yes, Yitzhahara makes greater challenges, and those things are more important. And, and however, Hashem gave us more of a strength to overcome those things. And the unique way to overcome the Yitzhahara's challenges is specifically by uh, devoting yourself to the education of your family, and especially that they care us advice the mainstay of the home, the woman of the home, should have an enthusiasm in Judaism, and just like when God gave us the Torah by Moses instructing the woman first, he ensured that the Jewish sheep will listen to the Torah, so too when the woman in the home has a koch and a geshmak in Yiddish, when she has an enthusiasm and enjoyment in Judaism, that will, that will cause the home to be a place, and not only will she not be in, be in conflict with the, the purpose of, of the, uh, 
of, of, the, of Hashem in the creation that His presence should rest in the world, but on the contrary, she will assist with her unique characteristic. The characteristic of a woman is her, is her understanding. She will use her understanding that the, to enhance the home to be the home that the home should be the way it's meant to be, as Adam and Eve were before the sin. All right, Mia Gun Shabbos, which is a Chavekstalon, Shabbos Bereshis. Hashem, Chaim Oh wow.